Welcome to the Common Sense Millionaire, where we work to promote your financial advancement in knowledge, process, and education so that you and your family become financially secure. This is the place I share common sense action steps that you can take today to assist your financial advancement. So sit back, grab a drink, and let's get started. Okay, we're back to vending. Now, I did a previous presentation on, it's really a short version of how to get started in the vending business. There's really a a lot more that has to be added to that, you know, depending on the situation. What kind of vending are you going to do? Where are you going to do this? And uh, some of the legal aspects. Uh, As I mentioned, feel free to call us. We'll be glad to sit down with you and help you work through all of the details of that. So, But I, I also wanted to have a, a discussion on what not to do in the vending business. We, and no one ever talks about that. Uh, you know, they always talk about, oh, you're going to get, you know, you see, pe- you see people on various social media things and they got giant tubs of coins that they've collected from their business and how great it's doing. And, and all that can be true because there's many times I was extremely happy uh, with the money that was coming in. But there are some things not to do. And so let's, let's just roll through that. And, you know, I just want to remind everybody, too, that I love the vending business. I just love it. It's just something I just really like about it. Even listening to the coins go through the coin counter. You know, that's the, you know it, it, it just does something to you because, you know, it's like a pure form of capitalism. You're just getting cash. You're delivering something that somebody actually really does want, okay? And they don't have to be sold on M&Ms. They're just going to get it. They're going to pay whatever you want and charge for it. And anyway, so I'm, I'm drifting off there. They're looking at me in the control room like I'm a lunatic. So let's, let's go back to what you don't want to do. This, please pay attention to this. Please don't tell someone that you can't figure out what to sell. Really? Okay? It, it's very simple. It's one of two things. Okay? The first is uh, you just go online and search best sending, best-selling vending items by product. And you can search by candy, snacks, and drinks, okay? And, and that tells you what it is. So if those are the best-selling items, it sounds like that's what you want to have in your machine, okay? That, that's it, all right? Uh, the other thing I used to do was it was always hard to kind of look at what the pricing was because it depended on where you were. If you were in an area where there was no walkable store that was safe for children to go to, or even uh, preteens to walk to, then, you know, you can put a little bit more premium pricing on, on what you're selling and get away with that. But I always was trying to keep my hand in, on the pulse of pricing. And one of the places I used to go all the time was 7-Eleven. And I know they used to think I was crazy at the local 7-Eleven because they're looking at me writing down the prices of the items that I was selling. And so I always tried to get you know, that that happy medium, because you know the 7-Eleven price is probably a little higher, but you're trying to make money and it's a convenience for wherever you have that machine placed. So most of the time, that convenience will be rewarded, okay? Please, don't get what people don't want, okay? I talked to some people who were getting into vending business. Oh, yeah, we want to go everything organic, Okay. I'm like, you know, nobody wants that. Now, some people do. I'm sure that if you want to put a vending machine at Google headquarters, you're going to have to have some type of vegetarian uh, uh, 
um, items in there or whatever. But why waste time trying to get what people don't want? Now, periodically, I would always try to sample something else and put something else in the machine. And how many times did I get caught where the damn thing never sold? Okay, so here I've got all this inventory that nobody wanted because they didn't like it. And the market told me they didn't like it. And I ignored it because I thought I was going to jump ahead of the market. Doesn't work that way. So just make sure that you don't do that. Get what people want. Okay, now if you're putting your vending machine in an ashram full of vegetarians, that's a different story. But I doubt anybody is doing that uh, who's listening to this uh, podcast now. Okay, now here's the big one. You can't cheat on the money. You can try, and I'm sure a lot of people do cheat. Don't cheat on the money, okay? Especially now because of the automation, the machine is recording every coin that drops in that machine. Every dollar bill or $5 bill or $10 bill, that hits that machine, Okay, so you, you really can't cheat. You can, you know, take the coins or, you know, and stash them someplace in your house. But the money you receive from the company processing the electronic transaction is not going to match. Okay, and someone is going to want to reconcile that, especially if you get audited. Oh, well, let's see what the company said that you got. And let's see what you deposited. Okay, so how are you going to explain thousands of dollars in quarters not being deposited. And you're not going to be able to run that up the flagpole talking about, oh, I use that to buy the industry. I, uh, I mean, the uh, uh, to buy the inventory. I, I just don't know any vendor that's going to take sacks of quarters for uh, inventory purchases. Don't do that. It's nothing but trouble. And the way the IRS works, um, they can track back any discrepancy in what's going on with your uh, tax filings, uh, so they know that it's not going to make sense. Uh, that's a discussion for another day about their enhanced um, uh, capability of, of looking at business activity at a detail level, okay? What's the other thing? Uh, don't cheat on sales tax. Don't, just, just don't do it. Uh, it it's, it's not worth it. And also, this, that's one of those items, areas where if you're not careful and you get caught, then that's going to trigger a wholesale audit of everything else that you've done, right? So if you are going to cheat, at least make sure that the property tax that you record in some way matches the cash collection you got, okay? I mean, this is, this is these tax officials now are not dumb, and their ability to serve, you know, for surveillance of activity has increased, okay? And you just don't want to get caught up in that. Uh, next is if you're at a location, you don't want to operate without an agreement, okay? You need to have an agreement with that entity, okay? And you also need to prove that you have insurance, okay, that holds them harmless and properly covers your machine. Don't get something cheap that doesn't cover your machine, Okay. Uh, now, I had insurance on everything. Uh, a couple of times I did get hit by vendors, but I really didn't file a claim. It, it just didn't seem worth it for me. And, uh, you know, I was thinking I'm having insurance for the big issues, okay, such as 
kids shaking a machine to get their item and then the machine falls on top of them. Yes, I want insurance for that, okay? If they break the glass, that's okay. I have spares, I can fix that. But no, if they shake it and it falls on them, you're gonna get sued and they're gonna take everything you got for that one because, you know, who likes, you know, heavy machinery falling on little kids? Bless their little hearts, okay? Now, do not have no insurance. Just don't, okay? That, that is crazy to go into this business and not have insurance. It's not just, you know, the machine falls on little Johnny and you get sued, but what happens if people are poisoned because of what you put in that machine? Or you forgot and you let something stay in there and it went stale or somehow that something got in it and it, it made it nasty and the kids puke and, and you're sued, you're, you're in trouble. So you make sure that you have insurance. And also that ties back with the operating agreement because the agreement that you have with whoever is hosting you should request that you have insurance. Now, there's one place that I went to where I just, as standard practice, they always got that and I showed that they were included on the, the, uh, the coverage and that they didn't have a problem, okay? Your other thing not to do, you have to manage your inventory. That means you have to know when that inventory is no good. Now, there's certain items that will go stale and when they're past their, their time, they are nasty. And you know I won't name that because they're brand name products and it gets you in trouble. They are nasty when they're past that that date, okay? So I was very, very um, conscious of that. And, and yes, several times I made mistakes and put the wrong stuff on the shelf. And then I had to rush out there to, to make sure because people were calling me. So you, you want to make sure that you're managing that. You want to, you know, certain things can slip by because certain things with a lot of salt in them can last a little while longer. But I had a policy of, Nothing was going to be in the machine past the expiration date, okay? That was my personal one. Of course, everything that was past, it, past that date but was okay, you know, my wife took those and, you know, she fed them to other people. I have nothing to say about that. But um, so that is very, very important. Also, you got to have records, how can you not have records? You're dealing with a cash business. The IRS and the federal government are suspicious of anybody in a cash business thinking that you're, you're skimming the money or that, you know, this is an, an example of money laundering. So don't have dreams of money laundering because you can't get away with it. They'll figure it out. They have huge amount of data on what vending companies are doing uh, across how many machines the company owns. And if you're outside of those parameters, you can expect a nice visit from Uncle Sam and you're going to have an audit and you're going to be in trouble because they're going to know more about your business than you know. And that's what you don't want to occur. You have to know everything about it. So I think that what this really calls for, again, is that if you need help, right? This is not something that you want to mess up and then have to try to go back and fix. Just give us a call. We'll be glad to talk with you. We'll be glad to help you to do the proper thing as you set your business up. 
You've been listening to The Common Sense Millionaire, where you can learn how to go from zero to a million using common sense solutions to everyday financial issues. Make sure and subscribe to stay connected for more content, tools, and help so you can advance towards your financial goals. If you need assistance or have questions, leave a comment or you can email me at george at commonsensemillionaire.com.